Cape Talk. Join the conversation. And now, Consumer Talk featuring Wendy Nola. And it's the first edition for 2023. Welcome to Studio Wendy and uh, Happy New Year. Thank you. Same to you, Nicola. This is the first time I've been able to make it into the studio for some weeks. There was that terrible traffic jam yes. into and I ended up <laughs> having to park outside a rather odd-looking petrol station to, to present. And then there was a gastric flu. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't risk being in a car for 45 minutes. <laughs> well, I want to want to find out if you've had a, a relaxing holiday period. Um, yes and no. Um I haven't had a break from from most of my deadlines, but as happens every year this time and the same at Easter is people are more worried about or are more focused on having a good time, having a holiday than they are on on their gripes and their problems. So the inbox shrinks um to a very manageable um, level, but um, I can tell you that from today, <laughs> for many people, it's they've picked up where they left off mm. before December, and um, so my inbox is filling up a lot. And um, yeah, I just a plea to to those <laughs> who do want to send, <laughs> you know, want my help with something, is just remember dates, remember reference numbers, remember cell phone numbers, mm. all those sort of things. I get this, please help with absolutely no, no detail whatsoever. So instead of just being able to send an email off to my contacts and the various corporates, where if it does, if the grab does involve one of the biggies, I then have to write back and it just takes a lot of time. So my plea for 2023, and Pippa helps me with this a lot, is please, before you send it off, just read it again as, a, as someone that doesn't know the story and think, how would I proceed mm. with this? How would I be able to investigate this? Have I put all the right detail in there? And that would be such, that would be my year made if if more people could just do that. Is that how you select actually? The, the more information, the merrier. I'd like to say yes but if it's a really good issue and one that I feel you know the person really needs help with and that other people would benefit from um, me airing that issue and having investigated it, then I will ignore the bad grammar and the lack of information and just put the extra work in for them and the sake of, for the sake of them and the issue but if it's a sort of one-off thing with you know badly presented without the tools I need to help that I must admit I can't take up every case and those are the kind of cases that I would just then leave whereas if I could have helped by just forwarding on the spot um, to a contact in an, in an organization um, and getting them some help mm. um, I would have but not if it's going to take me a lot of time and backwards and forwarding and I'll just leave that's the unfortunate truth because there's a free service and I can't um, deal with you know most of my inbox if I'm, if I'm honest to so those that do pres- you know give me the tools I need in one email to be able to make a difference to, to help them in some way whether I'm it or not um, yeah those are the ones that I will favor. Tell me, at this time of the year, do you get a lot of people having got Christmas gifts that are faulty? or um, Is it a trendy? Yeah, mm. so um, I haven't had any yet, but in the next week or so, I tend to get the holiday accommodation gone wrong emails. Um, in fact, um, my mother had... Uh, <laughs> Had one of those situations herself. Oh wow! Oh yes. So for I'll, I'll give, well, I'm going to investigate it. But the short story is, it was a self catering place. My, my um, she and my partner's mother. We rented it for them. Um, we were staying somewhere else. It wasn't space for everybody. So it was just the two of them self catering, and um, they arrived to find no bath towels, and one bar of soap, 
small bar of laksa cut in half <laughs> for them. Not cut in half and put one half in the bar. Because inflation, bar. Wendy, inflation. So when my mother she was checking out, oh, they just made do. You know, they're of the generation. You just <laughs> muck in and make it work. Um, there was something else as well. Oh, one toilet roll oh, for, the, for a five-day stay. Oh, okay. Okay, and mm. when they checked out and they said to the woman, my mother was started with a toilet roll. She should have started with a bath towel, but she said, um, uh, you know, there was just one toilet roll. And the woman said, well, it's self-catering. And I said to my <laughs> mom, and she just, that shut her down, and oh. she, she could tell she wasn't going to get anywhere. But I said, the woman clearly doesn't understand what the word catering means. Yeah. It's food. Yeah. It doesn't. I said, so wonder you've got sheets on the bed. Yeah. Or do you know? <laughs> it's so I'm going to bring your own yeah. everything. So, so I'll get a few of those. Mm. And I'm in, in, in this case, particularly, um, yeah, in this case, I'm going to go to the Tourism Grading Council mm. and say, you know, there are standards mm. um, and so please, you know, could you clarify? Mm. And also to the accommodation hosting platform, mm. Do, do you not vet your the you know, Airbnbs you know, and booking.com? Do you not give them a sort of to-do list? Or was this operator just violating it? Mm. Or to say, you, you know, beach towels optional, bath towels not optional. Definitely. Um, you know, toilet paper. Oh, and they said no, you would normally have to take because there's no collection service in this village they were staying in. You have to take your own garbage to the to the dump site but because magnanimously because you two created very little um, refuse there, you know we'll do it for you oh now, so that was like a perk a, it was a perk but <laughs> I'm sorry that's not something that a guest should have to do so you get these ones it just happened this was a personal one but I get lot, a lot of those and then um cost of uniforms mm. that sort of thing um, it's called uniform stationery and yeah, but mainly uh, and and uh, misunderstandings around the rules of of well, the the legal rights we have to return stuff. Mm. Um, but mainly holiday stuff, mm. accommodation, or uh, I, f- I stopped to fuel somewhere and they put diesel in my car instead of petrol or vice versa. So those sorts mm. of predictable. Um, mm. Every day, I mean, holiday associated things. Yeah, well, today's overarching topic is uh, how to up your game as a consumer. Yes, right? yes, exactly. It's it's my my annual thing at this time because mainly, well, it's a good way to start off, and, and also because the corporates are all mostly on holiday. So for me to take up a case and get a response is very very difficult. I'll get an out of office saying we're back. Um, whatever Monday's date is, um, try someone else. And um, they'll from a big um, uh, telecoms country, company, I got an out-of-office from my usual person to say, try them, and I got, I'm got i on leave auto-response <laughs> from the other. And that's really much how it goes for these uh, festive weeks. But, yeah, back to normal, I would say, on Monday. But in the meantime, I like to just go with the, you know, how to improve your consumer sus um, for the year ahead in in big and little ways. Mm. But I thought um, I'm on, I've been on social media a lot looking for um, looking for uh, issues that I can investigate. And um, one of them was around the price of stationery. So in my early days of consumer journalism, when my children were well, my daughter was um, a newborn, and she's now 24. Um, I would get stuck into cost of uniform comparisons and uh, comparison of uh, comparisons of uh, stationery. So, uh, among the various artists, there are a lot more of them now, and I stopped doing it 
mainly because my platform became a national one and I would like to include the smaller players in each region, not just the big national mm. brands. And so I stopped doing it. But the reality is that social media, which wasn't a thing 24 years ago, um, has made such price comparisons superfluous. And that's if you know where to find the really good information and my favorite go-to for prices is the facebook group one family one stock yes you know it. i know it and i'm don't. on it oh good so Ngumusa ndelu started uh, one family one stockpile and she's amassed a staggering uh, membership of 530,000 rand to be a member you just go on and you and you request yeah. and then you get approved mm. um it's growing very fast when i mentioned this um, on a show with Pippa, I think November, it had just hit five hundred thousand. So um, it's five hundred thirty thousand plus. Yeah, yesterday I was on it and I had a look at what pops up on your feed, and there yes. was um, I think it was one of the jewelry the jewelry providers, yes, and there was a one. mass the, discount the ring. In the ring. Yes, and everyone was like, we don't "Thank need, you, thank don't, you." Don't need a man in my life. I can buy my exactly. own ring. Yeah, I love that. I've, I've said that. we didn't discuss this off air, but yes, I had the same experience. And so it was the day before, so that must or maybe it was yesterday morning. I think it was yesterday morning, which would have been Tuesday. Mm. Yes, I saw someone post about. Uh, Stationery. So, sisters, where's the best place to go? Mm. And there were a range of answers. Some, like Osmonds, came up often, but it's not in every. It's not in every area. Um, same goes with Westpac. I don't think it's in KZN, for example. Um, and some were swearing it was Shoprite. Others were saying it's PNA. Others were saying no, it's definitely game. So, what I got from that was that no one store. Um, either is cheapest on every item or has every item on these lists that the school gives you for the grade that your child or children are going into. Um, so what was interesting for me, though, is that many expressed the regret that they'd been too organized. So, for example, ShopRite has a big, not only ShopRite, but ShopRite being one of them, has back-to-school sales from just after New Year. And so those that had been very organized and done it all, um, all the stationary shopping on in December before going on holiday or whatever, when I was saying, you know, damn, I, I could have saved. One said she bought um, Munami crayons. I remember buying these when my children were at school for 79 rand a pack and then our 44 rand, same store. So, yeah, the, the, the advice there is don't wait until the first three yeah, days of January. Don't, uh, yeah, um, and don't be too to get in there the first few days of January and um, others said um, they used to just blindly take the list, the full list they got from the school and buy every item and now they say to the child, show me what you've got left, show me how many, how many exercise books. Sometimes mm. I know my children used to write on the first two pages and then just not, I don't know what happened there. Um, so just, you know, tear those out. I'm no, sorry. Reuse. Waste and reuse. Um, they've still got their packs, their packs of pencil crayons or whatever are perfectly good. All those, what do you call those folders that you, something files? Um, oh, um, uh, the clippers. It, no, uh, anyway. My children have been out of school too long. Um, <laughs> so, so yes, I used to do that and obviously wasted a lot of money until I, until I wised up and and yeah, uh, what was the other tip that I got? Um, 
I think that was it. Hmm. The timing, um, don't buy, check what your children have still got before you buy. Um, so yeah, if anyone's listening and has had a, had a back to school stationary buying experience, either you scored or you hmm. bought stuff and then realized you could have got it half price somewhere I else. The, the, the biggest hoax when I was at school, I mean, not a hoax because it's very convenient for some parents, but well, the Waltons oh, used yes, to come yes, around. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And they used to tick, 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 tick what you needed. And then on the first day of the next year, your box would arrive with all your stationery. And we all thought this was all very convenient until my parents realized that I was hoarding stationery in my room because you don't use it all. No, you don't. I did the Walton's box for some time too before I realized because it's convenient Very. and actually that's one of the things that um, if you go for convenience whether it's buying food or um, all sorts of things if you go for the easy factor mm. um, or for example buying a car and on finance and you let the the, the finance the F&I the finance and insurance person in the, that's that's based in the dealership do do phone around and get you the best rate well Maybe not always. Maybe mm. they've got an arrangement with one of the finance houses. You know, there are all sorts of things that could be going on. Do it yourself because mm. um, convenience costs. Especially convenience is always going to be more always. expensive. Because we're we, we busy. We, we have a lot on our plate and we're going to go for, mm. for that. We're going to buy the butternut that's chopped up and put on a piece of polystyrene with cling wrap over Definitely. rather than, you know what I mean? And actually doing it yourself if you don't, if you're not bad, if your knife skills aren't terrible and you're not going to cut yourself to pieces um, you get a fresher product and uh, you know and cut your much own less of a well, <laughs> cut your own butt nut but you know I'm, I'm very, <laughs> I sound very boomer with some of my advice but I'm afraid <laughs> no but I think that the next generation or my generation is is becoming a little bit more you know savvy about those things but then the retailers come and bite you in the bum because they say two for the price of 40 if you buy the free cut <laughs> yeah. you know then I'm looking there and I'm thinking well I'm either going to cut my fingers or, or spend two for the price of 40. Yeah, well, that's the other one that sort of buy pay for two get three mm. um, wonderful if you're going to use the three chances mm. are not so much and the other thing is okay, I can go off on 50 tangents yeah. the other thing is and it wasn't in my prep but um, often those uh, the tills aren't um, synced with the offer, so you go get to the till and you don't get the special, or you don't even get the the marked price. It's, forget about um, trying to um, upsell you mm. just the just the normal marked down price. Um, so if you're shopping in Woolies, know that you if you notice it, um, their store policy is that you get that item free and every um, similar item at the lower price. Mm. But you have to know. And even then, when you when you know and raise it, sometimes you have to get the manager. And sometimes, even then, they they pretend they don't know anything about that. And then I take it to head office, and then they say, "No, of course this policy is yeah. still there." <laughs> and the other thing is pick and pay. Mm. They also incentivize their stores to get it right by. They started off with the first three, and then they they sort of diluted a little bit. Now it's double the difference between the right price and the I wrong see. price, but that's still some uh, compensation again you have to ask for it ShopRite Spa they and the others they don't uh, you earn you earn, you get what you're legally entitled mm. to and that is the lower price but you can't ask for anything else what I've realized is and I was but this because I was in Woolworths on the 1st of January mm-hmm. um, you know prices go up every month or some months but the labeling isn't always changed in time. Yes, so I bought so olive oil and the it, olive yes. oil was 95 rand and then I got to the toll and they swiped the olive oil for 99 rand and I said, mm, 
It's ninety five rand, and you then should they have got it free. Oh, should I have? That's what I have to say. Oh, yeah, sorry, yes, I was. The, I d- yes, didn't really you see. Oh. Too late now, but that's you, you would have got should a have bottle got of free. olive oil for nothing. So go to moral of the story is go shopping on the first because <laughs> they I'll haven't put, changed. I'll the put that in my tips. They've got fewer stuff. Sorry, Woolworths, <laughs> but it's your policy. So, it, oh wow, okay, well, I'm gonna go. Maybe they haven't changed it yet, so I'm going to Woolworths go. after the show. Woolworths gonna hate me <laughs> I'm gonna go buy my olive oil. But that's oil. an excellent example. Yeah. And they weren't gonna tell you. You would have had to know. No, definitely. Your price compensation says. policy actually, I need this free. Oh wow. Tell me again. So, one family, one stock buy. It's a stock poll. It's a private group on Facebook. You just join. You just search for it. One as in the the letter one. I mean, the number one numeric. Num one. Um, not the word written out. Family again. One stockpile. You just um. It's a while since I did it, but there's a request to join, mm. and then um, within no time at all, you're accepted, and um, and then introduction just, to it'll, a it'll, new it'll, addiction. It'll, <laughs> yes, and it'll come on your feed, and I just go on there every day and just look. For me, as a consumer journalist, it's it's extra compelling. Mm. But um, do you ever comment and say? Yes, no, I do. Please don't do this because sometimes they. That someone doesn't know the legality mm. or whether they have a right to return this or that and then I will wade in and um, so I try to be useful on mm. there as, as far as I can um, but it's just the most when you think about more than half a million I mean newspaper subscriptions the biggest in the country's barely over you know mm. it's a, I think the Sunday Times is 100 and some 100 and, oh, I don't know mm. but 111 maybe um, but yeah I mean your average newspaper is now sort of well, way under fifty thousand. So Definitely. now you've got a community of of um, lay consumer ex- social media activists doing it for themselves. Yeah. Hey, sister, you can get this. Yeah, yeah. Get free olive oil at Woolworths. Barbara <laughs> has messaged in saying, "Hi, Nicola and Wendy. The free olive oil story. Wendy mentioned. How do I get my free olive oil without sounding like a Karen?" <laughs> <laughs> well. I understand the Karen Karen uh, story, um, asking for the manager, but I think it's kind of, and, and you get those, I'm not for the perpetual whinger, and I'm also not for the whinger that never, um, that never, uh, uh, commends. Right, and it's just reminded me of a freaking end, reminding Nicola. I didn't put it in the prep, but I had a wonderful good, I was a witness to a wonderful good service story that I'd like to end with a lovely story. But, um, and I made sure that the person involved, um, you know, that her, her brilliant service was brought to the attention of her bosses and she will be committed. But, but I think the whole don't be a current thing actually is, is, um, Taking away our power as consumers, we as a nation generally um, of to um, we aren't assertive enough mm. as consumers. Mm. We we are socialized, especially women, to be nice and accommodating and not to make a scene because it's not polite and all the rest and shame the poor person. You don't want to upset them, uh, the person that's been you know delivering bad service or the or the company. But um, the point is that. This pick and pay introduced it, and then Woolworths followed suit. And they, with these wrong price compensation policies, it's their policies. They they put liberty. it on pen and paper. Yes, they don't advertise them much. Um, but every time I check when somebody comes to me and says, I, "This is what happened," and they wouldn't give it to me free, I go back to head office, and they always confirm, "Yes, it is. The, it is the case. It is. Um, it, it does still exist." 
Um, so it's their policy, and you know, you don't have to throw your toys. You just quietly. I'm all. I'm. I'm very. Um, I'm a big proponent of of um, of polite assertion. Definitely. Uh, you know, screaming, shouting, writing in capital letters, swearing, threatening. That's they can write you off as abusive as mm. whatever. If you just quietly know your rights and say, mm. this is your policy, it, it's five and cheaper on the shelf. You haven't um, updated your shelf pricing. According to your policy, mm. I'm entitled to this free. And the, the teller mm. will nine times out of ten say, say they don't know about that. Then you call the manager. And I know it's awkward if there's a queue and you're starting to feel Karen. I, I say Karen. I don't know what the, the correct pronunciation is. <laughs> Karen. You can start feeling a bit Karenish, but you can step aside. You can, you know, you, you just stand your ground. And if you don't, if the manager comes and says this is absolutely not a policy anymore or whatever, just tell me. Just mm. email me. Mm. Um, and quite I'll, frankly, if a few hundred rand is the difference between me being a Karen or not, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to Karen away. <laughs> exactly. We got a message. Wendy, Discam overcharged me and refunded me in cash via a courier service, fifty kilometers away. I was very impressed by that. That is a wow. lovely good news story. That is a lovely one. That is a particularly lovely one. So I'm thinking in cash. That means that she probably. I wish we had her on the line. She probably paid by debit card because you can't electronically refund on a debit card. The, the banking, the Payment Association of South Africa, have strongly. Um, discourages that because it's a long story, but the technology doesn't enable it. Do we have? Do we? Let's see if we can get okay, her on the line. Yeah, great. and then she can give um, us that. So the, then it would have been a case of, um, although she, well, if you, if you bought it online, not sure. I would love to know what happened there mm. because that is extraordinary. How many kilometers did she say? 50 kilometers away. Oh my. So we're talking here to Paul. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, about. So this would be a good time, I think, for me to tell my story if I can find my <laughs> cell phone. Um, so Shane Jackson um, has of Stellenbosch has a holiday place in Pringle Bay, and he bought a um, umbrella. Was having a lot of guests around for the festive season, and he bought a um, umbrella from was it Macro or Game? I better get this right. Um, and um, sorry, I've just got to call it up. Luckily, it's, we're still in festive season. Yeah, mode. it's fine. Uh, just hey, bear with me. Oh, our okay. brains will come. A builder's warehouse. I knew it was one of the mass no, smart no, ones. No game, no matter. They all related at least. <laughs> yeah. They're all part of, uh, of mass smart. Okay. And the first time he opened this umbrella, the little ring at the top just broke. And there was, uh, I was actually witness to it, funnily enough. And so there was no manhandling. It was, it, it just broke. And he was really upset about this because it was the first day of the holiday and a lot of guests were arriving. I think I'm going to have to connect, continue with this story after the news, right? I've just noticed. Yes. Okay. So uh, after the news, we'll also have Annie, who we've managed to get uh, on oh, the great. line, who will give us a, her recount of the Discam uh, refund. So- this summer. This summer. WhatsApp Cape Talk on 072-567-1567. And join the conversation. 22-3 on Cape Talk. It's lunch. I'm Nicola. Wendy Nola is in studio with me for Consumer Talk. It's the first edition of 2023. And if you have questions, queries, concerns, stories, please give us a call on 021-446-0567 or WhatsApp 072-567-1567. Annie's given us a call from Darling. Annie, you uh, got the refund from Diskem, I believe. 
Um, I, yes, I did. Amazingly enough, I went in uh, to the Table, table Bay Mall branch, bought something that, that on the shelf was on special. And when I got home, I checked my slip and I saw that actually it had not been changed at the top. So I thought I'd phone them up and say to them, look, whatever you're advertising on your shelf is not reflecting on your um, till and people are going to be complaining that they're being overcharged. The lady then asked me where I lived, my telephone number and the till slip number, which I gave her. And she said, give me a while, I'll get back to you. Within about 20 minutes, she phoned me back and she said, look, I need your cell phone number and your street address. Um, Unfortunately, our courier can only get to you on Thursday. And I was like, yeah, right. I'm never (laughs) going to see any courier ever in my whole life. People don't do this. Shops don't do this. And on the Thursday, on the Wednesday, I got an SMS saying, this is the driver's name. He will be coming at whatever time. Please have your ID ready. He arrived the next day at the appropriate time. I gave the ID. He gave me an envelope with the cash in. Unbelievable. I've never heard of this in my whole life. That, I'm over 60. That's <laughs> fantastic. Can I just ask you, did you pay cash or with a credit debit no. card? No, I paid with a credit card. Wow, I wonder why that and didn't they just sent the. I know, they sent the difference with a slip showing, um, it was a copy of the slip showing the difference. And with that was the money. Which and the store funny. did that because they could have just reversed that, that, reversed that, you know, on their system. Yes. I, I, I was I think that, yeah. I think what they what their thought process was, or it was just convenient. They have a courier that delivers medication oh, to see. Darling on a on like a Monday to Friday or whatever. So it was easy for them to do that, but they didn't have to do that. No, and yeah. it took a bit of really organisation. Um, at a sort of yes. awkward time of the year. I love that story. Thank you so much and for sharing it with us. I'll have to pleasure. give give credit where it's due. Absolutely. It's uh, you know, I always I put it on Facebook actually. Oh, did you? And I said normally yeah, I said you know, normally we are so quick to complain about things and bad service and things that are wrong. And and this is just an unbelievable feel good story. It's just ridiculous. So it is wonderful. Shout out to this game. Okay. Absolutely. And shout out Thank to you for Annie. sharing. Thanks so much, Annie. Pleasure. Thank, Thank you, Annie. Annie. Take care. Bye. Bye. Which brings me quickly, because that is a great one, to, yeah. um, uh, to the similar kind of story that I wanted to share. So Shane Jackson, he lives in Stellenbosch. He and his family have a, a holiday place in Pringle Bay, and they arrived um, just after Christmas um, with this new umbrella they just bought from from builders. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got that one right this time. And I was there when... He put the thing up, and the little ring at the top that holds everything together just snapped. It wasn't a howling gale, um, anyway. And he was furious because now it was an outside area that all his guests were going to sit at for the holiday, and now their bread is broken, and he's in Pringle Bay. And so he phoned their customer service. I had nothing to do with anything. I was just witnessing this, so mm. nothing to do with me being involved, and or my name being mentioned or anything. And he, so this is, I said, well, put it in writing. I want to make sure this woman gets, gets her, gets commended by her bosses. And this is how it went. I was, um, I received amazing service from Zahira Builders Warehouse, Somerset West. We bought an umbrella for our beach house in Pringle Bay. When we opened it, we discovered it was broken. I called the helpline, put me through to Zahira. Within an hour, she'd sorted out my problem, replaced the umbrella with an upgraded model. I paid in the difference and arranged for delivery today. This was the next day. 
at our beach house in Pringle Bay. Unbelievable service. I don't know what the uh, how many kilometers that is, but it's it's along that that um, Clarence Drive yes. pass. It's and, a fair distance. And I watched it come in this huge flatbed <laughs> truck, this little umbrella. They obviously, you know, same well, as just kept doing deliveries in the area. But he was expecting pushback. He's now yeah. thinking. You know, he's now in Pringle Bay. He doesn't want to be slipping off to Somerset West to kind of do the replacement buy or whatever, and buy a new one. And must have um, been a liberating feeling knowing that you had nothing to I do had with abs- it. <laughs> all I had, to, all I did was tell the higher ups, and they said, "Thank you so much. Yeah. We're going to make sure she gets a customer service bonus." Oh, lovely. And and yeah, it's so nice. My, you know, my career is very much. My work is very much dealing with things going horribly wrong yeah. and people getting a raw deal. So I just love it when. Amending people doing their jobs well. Yes, but yeah. back to normal service <laughs> because what we were waiting for. Africa, well, to come. Yeah. <laughs> Africa told us about an interesting dilemma that he's facing at the moment. Africa, over to you. For whatever reason, I uh, somehow the ringtone on my phone has been changed. MTN. Now, and I am with MTN, and I am very careful not to press anything that I've been invited to press in order to opt into something. Sure. So that I know I did not do, and I'm a teetotaler, so I couldn't have done it while I was <laughs> drunk or anything like and that. And let me ask you, was this? Did you have um, just a normal ringtone that just you could choose on your ringtone. phone? You didn't have a song or anything like that. Nothing like okay. that. Okay, I don't fall for that trick in any way whatsoever. Okay, and I started getting calls from friends, and when I would answer, they'd go, "What's wrong with your ringtone?" and you have my number. You will yes. dial it shortly. Shall I do it now? Please. Okay. And then this Let's is what happens doing. when you call me. This is low tech. I'm just um, literally putting my phone on speaker and phoning. It's going to connect right now. Whatever you do, strive to become a person of value. In case you don't hear it, it's a lovely, mellifluous female voice. Do, Whatever you do, strive to become a person of value. That and, is I what mean, you your, hear your when you're calling me. Your your friends are thinking, well, thanks, Africa. Thanks for the like, motivational. No, it's more like annoying. Thank you very much. Why <laughs> no, don't you to listen to this No, they're I'm thinking, well, don't you think I'm a person of value? Well, well, I've been trying to get it off my phone. And, of course, I've been directed to use the customer care line, whatever mm-hmm. it is, one, which has no human body on the mm. other end so sure. you have to choose uh, and you end up just going around uh, Conley Circles. who's doing the desk for your show today is a wizard when it comes to technology even he couldn't get it right and I gave it to my my nephew who's also no one can get it off how in heaven's name do I get that off do you know Wendy no I don't <laughs> <laughs> but you know everything Wendy <laughs> no I'm not a techie but I I in the break, I while you were talking about what's coming up on your show, Africa, I phoned a quickly phoned a friend, I phoned an MTN friend, and her number rang normally. normally. I thought, well, maybe Africa was talking about WhatsApp. So I tried, what? No, and that was normal mm. as well. So I think it's and you've said you've heard from other MTN subscribers who've yes. had the same thing happen. So, so my just brother, you. who is twelve years younger than me, and I said, you know, tech, tech, techno savvy, also. Did absolutely nothing to opt in or opt out or press a button or whatever the case may be. That has changed to that. Okay. And we know of at least four other people who have a similar. So it's not time. just you having no. finger trouble of some no. kind. Well, I would, um, um, I would have quickly tried to get hold of my MTN contacts. Um, in the but they're time on the beach because they're all on. Well, they've, they've all got out of offices <laughs> things on. So they're, 
Uh, this is my problem that I was telling you about yeah. when we started the show. So I will have to wait until probably Monday to engage with them. Although I will send the email when I come off air. But it will be mm. interesting yeah. to hear from listeners who've had the same experience. Yeah. So how does it go again? Uh, Wherever you down, are. Wherever you, whatever you do, strive, strive to become to be a, a ben- person of person. value. A person of value. That's until right. Monday, your friends have to strive <laughs> to be people of value. Yeah. Until Wendy gets Rather on the Rather send me a WhatsApp message. Don't call me. <laughs> send me a WhatsApp message. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Thank Africa. Thank you, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Africa. We have Diane in Pinelands. I don't think uh, you have a similar story, but you do want to speak with regards to stores advertising and uh, saying sorry, no stock. Oh, yes. Hello, Wendy. Thanks very much for taking my call. I just wanted to ask, I was listening to the, your experience about Builders Warehouse, and unfortunately I haven't had as pleasant an experience. Um, I ordered something that was advertised as on special for 15,000 Rand. It was an outside dining room table set, valid yes. until the 17th of October. Paid for it, ordered it, and got a phone call about a week later saying they were unfortunately out of stock and would have to refund me. So I said, please don't refund me. I want it. I'm happy to wait until it comes into stock. Long story short, another week went by. I was phoned to say they definitely could not hold on to my money. They had to refund me. I said, okay, very sad. Are you sure? Yes. Three weeks later, that self-same outside dining room suite is advertised. It's now 19,999 Rand, Mm. and they still don't have stock. So I actually went into the store down in um, Takai just to ask, sorry, how do you keep advertising stock that isn't available? How does it suddenly go up still on a supposed special? And unfortunately, I'm still waiting to hear back from anybody as to how you... And as I say, I'm not talking about cool drinks that run out of stock when Pick and Pay does a promotion. I understand that. This is a fairly expensive item that that you keep advertising, but it's not in stock. Mm. The poor young lady, the first time she phoned me, said to me, she thinks they wait to see how many people order it, and then they put an order in for it. I said, well, that is... Shocking. That, that, that's, um, that's what no employee should ever do is try and thumb suck yeah. an, a, a, an answer. Her bosses would be appalled, I'm quite sure. So, yeah, so I just wanted to ask you, sort of, what are the, the rules around advertising when stuff is not available, but yet I'm able to order it, pay for it, and you accept, and you accept my order? I had the exact same problem with scatter cushions from Corycraft, where I waited up to three months, again... <clears throat> phoned, 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 but then it's also another press one, then you go to the head office. Ended up going to a store and I said, listen, here's my receipt. At scatter cushions, I do feel like I've, you know, a very privileged problem here, <laughs> but I've paid several hundred rands for these cushions because they weren't special yeah. uh, on the website. But now it's you know, basically four months later, where are my damn cushions? They said, no, sorry, um, we don't make them anymore. So oh, I said, well, why did you sell them to me? No, I- well, and I said, and they were still listed on the website. So there's, um, okay. So that's not okay. So the general, um, there's nothing that really forces them to sell you something at a particular price. Mm. Um, it's not good practice, um, Diane, as you've um, explained. It leaves a very bitter taste. Would you, taste. Would you just remind us um, how many months this, this um, what was it, an outside Three weeks. Three, three weeks. Three weeks. So it, was, it was on special till the 17th of October for 14999 marked down uh, to 13999 And by the end of November, it was back being advertised, but at 1999 Okay. The only thing that you could sort of investigate or complain about, say, to um, the Consumer Goods and Services Ombudsman 
and ask them to investigate, and this is something I strongly recommend, is there's something in the Consumer Protection Act called bait marketing, which is outlawed, and that is if you um, advertise something at a certain price and you don't actually have sufficient quantities of that item to yeah. match the kind of advertising you did and the kind of store you are, um, that would be – so then you, you – um, you don't have it and then it's either more expensive or you kind of lure people to come to you and maybe buy something that's more expensive kind of no, thing. It didn't, it didn't seem that it was even a particular store that didn't have it. They were apparently out of stock countrywide. They couldn't find it at all. So so the question that the ombudsman would ask then is, would demand of them would be to say, um, tell us about your advertising campaign, how yeah. well there was it, and then how many did you sell at this price? Mm. And if they sold two, <laughs> then that would be a big problem. Um, so I would, you know, they have the, the power to do that. Um, so I would strongly suggest that you send all the information, the dates, the amounts, everything you've just explained mm. to us, to them. Um, it's a free service. They're pretty efficient. And then let us know what the answer is because I'd be very interested. I do get a lot of complaints of this kind, not specific to one particular online retailer, but it is a very, very common one, especially mm. sort of between October and, and Jan. Yeah, uh, I'm I, sorry, the name of that, that, that organization it's again? The, it's the Consumer Goods and Services Ombudsman. Consumer if Goods and Services, you okay. Just go, just, um, go into a search engine and do cgso.org. ZA, it'll come up and there's a complaints form and the rest there. It's a pretty simple process. And um, and then let us know if you wouldn't mind. Okay. Thank you very, very much. Thanks, Appreciate Dan. your help. Okay. Thank Thanks, Diane. All the best. Bye. We have a voice note in with regards to current behavior and background to the phenomenon. Hi, I'm just listening to Wendy Nola and um, interesting to hear the term uh, Karen or Karen used. Um, and I only just listen to sort of the tail end of of Wendy speaking about the term so I'm not sure if this was addressed but I think it's important to remember that um, the the name is sort of a like a cultural term that um, arose out of the states um, through microaggressions by white women um, towards black servers and cashiers and even just black people existing in parks and public spaces um, and, uh, you know, people have come, gone on to film these sort of interactions taking place where women um, will, these women will, you know, play the victim, usually a middle-aged white woman, and um, it can lead to all sorts of um, terrible situations like the police being called and situations of police brutality. So I definitely think that um, it's important to remember that it ties into, you know, a, um, quite a loaded racial context um, and out of white supremacy. Um, and it definitely doesn't mean that people shouldn't, um, you know, women in particular shouldn't stand up for for their rights and know their consumer rights and um, that there is obviously a way to do it. Um, but yeah, I just want to, that was my two senses, to be cognizant that it's, um, it's more about the interaction between um, a white woman asserting her privilege in a way that um, can be really harmful um, in situations. Thanks, Holly Claremont. Thank you for that context. And yes, I am aware of that. Um, I should have mentioned it. It's been like a term like boomer. Baby mm. boomer is a specific uh, group of people born between 1946 and 1964. But now boomer just means um, stuck in a the mud, more, yeah. uh, you know, um, untech savvy, a whole lot of like old fashioned uh, behavior. Um, I have to say I'm, I'm particularly cognizant of that, uh, the whole current thing, because 
I don't know if you remember in, um, it's got nothing to do with consumerism, but um, <laughs> it, it was very painful for me because in, in May of 2020, there was a woman who was uh, in Central Park with her dog. Yes. And do you know what her name is? I'm not even going to say it, but it's the same name as my daughter. First and second name, identical. <laughs> this I, name oh was, no. so anyone Googles my daughter's name, well, that name. And that comes up. <laughs> that, com- that comes up. It's awful. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, she's in her twenties now. Maybe as, as life goes on. Yes, but but that incident is absolutely mm. is a sort of completely um, hits the nail on the head of what our caller was yeah. describing. That kind of micro. Well, thank you very much for that voice note. Uh, we've got a few more minutes with Wendy. If you've got any last minute comments, oh seven two five six seven one five six seven. Wendy, any more tips on how we can be more consumer savvy this oh. year? Goodness me, let's. We have how long have you got? Oh, we've got a few minutes. Sure, what am I going to go to? I want to talk about one that I talk about a lot, but it's the one that um, causes so much pain for so many listeners, um, especially people over 60, 65, and that is the one where they get a call from their bank um, claiming, or someone claiming to be from their bank's fraud division, um, and they trick them into believing that um, the fraud is about to be co- committed, and they just need their. To, them to read out certain numbers to confirm that you know it is them and that they, they, they don't authorize these payments. And of course, what they're doing is giving the fraudster the keys to this to their safe, and with those numbers, they are then able to access their bank accounts. So, um, just to please tell your loved ones, especially the elderly people in your circle, to number one, put their bank's genuine fraud reporting number into under contacts on their cell phone. If they ever get a call from someone claiming to be from the fraud division of their bank, um, a lot of people think, well, it's my, it's my bank. It must be right. And if they know your bank number, these numbers are out there due to da- data breaches. Unfortunately, people think, well, it must be genuine because they have all my information. No, they're phoning you because they need your pins and passwords. Otherwise, they mm. wouldn't phone you because they would just commit the fraud without your help. Mm. So, in the call immediately and and then straight away call the number that you've saved on your phone and 99.9% of the time um, your genuine bank will tell you that there is no problem with your credit card or any other account and that you're fine. I think that is probably, given what I get in my inbox, that's probably the most important piece of information and advice and to please just tell as many people as you can because it's, this is rife and mm. it's mostly targeting people who... Um, are not earning anymore. Yeah. So their life savings can be wiped out. and Pensions uh, overnight. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if, if there have been suicides over this. Mm. So uh, I feel wow. very strongly about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, there we go. Thank you so much. If you've got a, a query, a complaint, a question, remember you can contact Wendy on uh, consumer at nola.co.za. That's consumer at K-N-O-W-L-E-R dot C-O.za. Thank you so much for your time, Wendy. Thank you, Nicola. Wendy joins us every uh, Wednesday at 2 o'clock on air to discuss consumer issues. If you missed today's chat and would like to have a listen, simply head over to the Cape Talk website, select podcasts, and you'll see the recording under Lunch with Pippa Hudson. It's 